0: Like he was unlike other anyone I had met before and it didn't it wasn't really on my radar. So kind and good. And like not that I had never met people who were kind and good, that's not a I mean. but I feel like most of my friends in high school and college, like they were very competitive, very smart, okay, very sarcastic. And he was just so like sweet in a way. <sighs> Like, he would sit there, and he would just, like, talk to anybody who came up to him, and he was always so friendly, and I think it's because he came from a very small town. Uh-huh. Like, he comes from a town in southern Colorado that has, like, 9,000 people, and is considered, like, the big city in that area, and so, okay. I mean, he's more jaded now, poor thing, but, like, then it was a huge, it's like he was looking at the world through this, like, lens that I just having grown up in a big city never really like had I guess I don't know
1: hello and hola friends Please help me welcome our guest on today's show of Medicine, Marriage and Money, Dr. Elena Shea. Dr. Shea is a general pediatrician, wife, mom of soon to be four. And after growing up in Southern Florida and studying in the Northeast, she settled in Washington DC area, currently Virginia where she is now with her hubby who works for the government Of 10 years and she is the mother of her 20 year old stepson not sure if he lives with them currently we'll have to ask her that when we get into the interview her four-year-old little boy her two-year-old little girl and her soon to be newborn so congratulations dr. Shea and thank you for coming on my podcast I know you're passionate about educating parents and supporting families so we are super excited to hear what you have to say Welcome Dr. Shay and I don't have my audience clapper here in my remote location but yes 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 all around claps
0: <laughs> thank you so much it's it's so fun to be here i'm super excited to talk to you tonight Well
1: tell us just you know warm up our audience tell us a little bit about who you are besides a pediatrician
0: wife and mom Oh gosh Sometimes I feel like that's all I am. Um, so I, I'm Dr. Shea. I am a pediatrician. I love working with kids and families. Um, I grew up in Miami, Florida, which is you know all the way down in southern Florida, um, and lived there through high school. Um, my family moved abroad when I was in high school, so I finished high school in Central America, then came wow. back to the states. Yeah, for college. And med school, and then residency in Washington, DC at Georgetown. Um, And then while I was there, I met my husband, and he works for the federal government. So we, you know, dated and got engaged, got married, and are kind of based in this area. Yeah. I mean, other than medicine and, you know, being a partner and then a mom, I really love reading. I'm a passionate reader. Um, I like to spend time outside and spend time with my family and friends, though, you know, with COVID, everything's gotten much more sort of limited in that aspect, but we have spent a lot of time outside. I guess that's been sort of a positive for all of us. Yeah. Definitely
1: safer to be outside than it is
0: inside these days. (laughs) And I think, you know, with the, like a lot of us took unexpected time off during COVID, you know, hours Mm -hmm. were cut and such. So a lot more time with my kids outside you know, positive that I guess it was spring and summer. Right. So we were able to be outside more. But um, Well, tell me, okay, where were you in Central America? Where did you do high school in Central America? So my family is originally from El Salvador. Okay. And so when I was in high school, my dad's also a physician um, and so is my grandfather. And so my grandfather retired in the mid-90s and my dad decided to move us back to continue his practice. So we moved back right before my junior year. And so I did my junior and senior year there, which was fun. I mean, it was, it was definitely a different experience from uh-huh. from Florida in many, many ways. <laughs> and you were
1: fluent in Spanish. Mm-hmm. You could already speak. Okay.
0: I, I was. So my parents, um, when they moved to the States, they, there was a, a civil war going on in central, in El Salvador. And so they came to Florida as you know refugee seekers yeah. um and so their plan was always to go back okay and so we spoke only Spanish at home um and i think just as the years you know the war went on and the years went on and before they knew it they'd been there for 16 years mm-hmm. and they just kind of decided it was time to to go
1: okay and what kind of physicians were your father and grandfather
0: they're both ophthalmologists
1: oh and you didn't go to ophthalmology
0: no eyes give me the heebie-jeebies
1: Okay. Uh, well, let's talk about you and your hubby. How how did you guys meet?
0: So we actually met at a bar in Washington, DC. Okay. Um, I was post-call and had gone out with some co-residents to a birthday party for one of my high school friends. So I had a group of high school friends who lived in DC at the same time that I was doing residency. And so we all just kind of went out and we went, you know, we went to a few places and ended up in this bar um and he had been out watching football all day um and was there and so we just kind of saw each other and he came over to me and he was like hi i'm Danny <laughs> and i was like hi and in my head i was like you're a grown man and you're going by Danny like that's so strange but he's like totally a Danny like he's very you know, sweet and youthful and and whatnot. Um, So we chatted and, you know, he told me, he showed me pictures of his son and he asked for my number and I was like, sure. And so I gave it to him and then he texted me and was like, it was so nice to meet you. And wow, it was one of those things where I'd always been like, you can't meet anyone out and about, but we totally just met. (laughs) And he showed you pictures of his son, so... Like, it was, like, the first... He was, like, hey, I'm Danny. And he's, like, oh, by the way, I have a seven-year-old, and here's the pictures of my boy. Ah. And I was, like, oh, oh, okay. And, you know, obviously, at the beginning, there was a little bit of that, like, "Well, oh, you know, it's very complicated to get involved with someone who um, has children. Yeah. But I grew up in a blended family myself, so I knew, like, the other end of the dynamic. Okay. So that helped be be, uh, coming from
1: a blended family. Okay.
0: Yeah, I think it did. I think it did.
1: Did you know immediately that you were going to fall in love with him or what, what were you thinking?
0: Um, no, I mean, we, we talked a little bit before we went out and it was definitely like he was unlike other, anyone I had met before and it didn't, it wasn't really on my radar.
1: Let's let's talk about that. Unlike anyone I had ever met before, that is exactly what my mom said when I interviewed her, like for three or four weeks ago. And you're not the first one to say that; like several people say that. So, what is that? What did that look like to you? Unlike anyone I'd ever met before.
0: So he was. Have you ever seen the movie um, Varsity Blues? Oh, with the the big guy and the smaller guy, and they play music and they wear hats. No, it's the one that's like in Texas. (laughs) So, so. It's, with, it's with Dawson from Dawson's Creek and okay, okay. it's like a small, it. small town, Texas and they okay. play football and he plays like this kid who's just like so kind and good Okay, and like, not that I had never met people who were kind and good, that's not what I mean but I feel like most of my friends in high school and college like they were very competitive, very smart okay, very sarcastic mm. and he was just so like sweet in a way wow. like he would sit there and he would just like talk to anybody who came up to him and he was always so friendly and i think it's because he came from a very small town oh. like he comes from a town in southern colorado that has like nine thousand people and is considered like the big city in that area and so okay. <laughs> so I, think, I mean he's more jaded now poor thing but like then it was like he it's like he was looking at the world through this like lens that I just having grown up in a big city never really like had I guess I don't know
1: oh that is so sweet I love it the kind good sweet and not sarcastic
0: (laughs) oh no he it's I mean it's it's sad because he's become more sarcastic the longer we've been together and I'm like that's probably my influence because (laughs) I tend to be a little sarcastic um no, but he, I mean, he was just very, very sweet and hardworking. I mean, it was just, I don't know, he was, and he was cute.
1: Yeah, he was cute. He had the physical attraction as well. Well, okay. and, and you have uh, known each other for, what did you say, 12,
0: 12 or 13? It's going to be 13 years in October.
1: Married 10 years. Uh-huh. So what do you, what do you feel is your definition of marital interdependence, because you have had some time to test that
0: out, right? Right.
1: When somebody says marital interdependence, what does that mean to you?
0: What does that look like to you? I think every couple has a different reality when it comes to that. And I think for us, because we we dated during residency for me, mm-hmm. and at a time when he was also working a lot and traveling a lot for his job, mm. sort of developed a relationship that was very like we're together and we spend a lot of time but we also have our separate lives and that's gotten you know as you get married and you've been together for so long like you become more and more together maybe a little bit less of the separate times but we still you know are try hard to sort of keep be individuals in a relationship as opposed to being like totally fused together and have no other reality but each other
1: Ah, okay. Okay.
0: So you have become more and more together, but you remain your individuals. We try. We try. It's hard. Okay, It's definitely hard. I mean, you know, we have different interests. Like he's very into health and, and like working out and stuff. And he likes to rebuild old cars and plays video games and all that stuff. And that none of that stuff is stuff that I'm really into. So we definitely have, you know, we try to make an effort to keep our individual interests Mm -hmm. while still doing stuff together. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I think when you have young children, it's really hard to carve out that separate time, both together as a couple, but like also having, you know, a little bit of time for yourself.
1: So speaking of that, yeah, speaking of having little children, your two-year-old, your four-year-old, and your soon-to-be newborn, current fetus, and your twenty-year-old stepson. Did, by the way, does your twenty? Do these all your three children, current children, live with you right now?
0: Well, our yes, the little ones do. The big one um, moved in with us right before his junior year of high school. So he decided he wanted to come, and so he did high school here with us. And actually, goes to James Madison University, which is about an hour and a half okay. from here. Okay. Okay. Um, it's one of the Virginia State schools, and so he comes home on weekends. Like he spends holidays here. Okay. Um, prior to that, he lived with his mom in Colorado. Got it. So so how do you spit carve out that time? Oh, Lord. Um, I mean, we're very, I'm very strict with like bedtimes okay. and getting up times because I think that it's really important to have that time together, even if it's just watching TV or, you know, catching up on the events of the day. And it's very, yeah. you know, I wish I wish I could say we're like, oh, we go out on dates all the time, but we, we don't. Like, we did when we were not parents. We would go out all the time. Um, Mm -hmm. Then we, like, had our baby and...
1: Now sitting on the sofa watching a TV show together is, like, time you spend together. It's
0: it's great. And we, like, we'll, like, find a show we like and then we'll just kind of, like, watch, you know, we binge it over, like, a month, right? Because we watch, like, three episodes a night (laughs) if we're lucky. Um, But, yeah, I mean, prior to COVID, we would go, we would try to have, like, a date night or a day date because I don't, I only work four days a week. Okay. And so he would take off like my day off and we would go and have lunch or go to movies or something during the day, mm. you know, in the last year and a half that hasn't been.
1: Now is that common working four days a week for a pediatrician? Cause you're not
0: the first one who said that. Pediatrician I, have I think so. I think it's becoming more and more common. Okay. Um, to consider four days a week, a full-time I think that's Um, how it should be for all. Oh yeah. Right. It's amazing.
1: Now, are you a, a private practice
0: or academic or private practice?
1: Okay. So private practice, like outpatient.
0: Yep. Totally outpatient. We, um, when I started at my job, I, we used to go and do like inpatient pediatrics and newborn hospital, like newborn visits. Um, but then the hospital we're associated with closed their pediatric floor And they have hospitals to do the newborn, so we just just don't go to hospital at all.
1: There are a lot of podcasts out there. Murder mysteries, breaking news, there's even a podcast about garden gnomes. But instead, you're here learning how to be the best physician, wife, mother, husband, father, lover you can be. Smart move. Do you know what else is a smart move? Working a locum tenants assignment with Comp Health. Now I know what you're thinking. You already have a job, but that's the best part. You can work flexible locum assignments on the side for extra income, or you can work locums full-time too. And to top it all off, locums almost always pays more on average. Hey, you may even start to like it more than your other job. Just head to financialresidency.com forward slash comp health and see what locums can do for you financially i mean i'm sure you have to see you know cram in all these patients on those four days you're there
0: working like a crazy dog so it's like you need that day it is very busy um so yeah that day you know becomes it's just nice to have a day that you can do stuff that needs to get done during the week Mm-hmm. You no. Know? go shopping for, go to the grocery store have appointments. Take your own kids to
1: the pediatrician. Yeah. Do you do that?
0: I do. Yeah. Yeah. I um, do. <laughs> yeah. And so it's, it's, yeah, I'm very like possessive of that day because it's when I do, you know, all the things, go to the dentist, I take my kids to the dentist, I take them to anything they need to do. You know, I do grocery shopping so I don't have to go on the weekends. Um, it's very, it's very nice. And I think it also, makes life a little bit more manageable because, you know, we are very busy in general pediatrics. We see a lot of kids and for, you know, for checkups and sick visits, and the schedule can get kind of crazy. So it's nice to have that one day where you're like, well, I don't have to get up and like, right. you know, yeah. like rush around starting at, you know, whatever time <laughs> and just go. For
1: sure. And, you know, okay, I needed to backtrack just a tiny bit because I forgot to ask you to tell us about your
0: proposal story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we, um, I had no idea that he was gonna propose. We had been dating for about a year, a little bit more than a year. And I mean, we had kind of talked about like maybe someday, but nothing like we didn't go you know, there's couples who go ring shopping and they like
1: uh-huh. they, you know,
0: I had none I had no idea. Yeah, we we didn't do that. <laughs> and it was it's it's nice. I mean, it was a total surprise. We had planned a night away in this little sort of town center, um, about 20 minutes, 20, 30 minutes west of DC. It's actually where we live now. Uh Um, and you know, we were going to go spend the night and have dinner and go ice skating. And it was gonna be this whole like cute little thing. Um, and I'd actually had probably the worst week of training like ever. It's like, it was this horrific week. And you know, on Friday I was like, I don't even know if I want to go. And he was like, Oh, well, you know, like if you want to, we can reschedule it. But like, we really should go. It'll be good for you. And I was like, okay. And so we went and we like show up and we go and drop our stuff off in the room. And there's like flowers and champagne and like chocolate covered strawberries. And I was like, Oh, this is so fancy. And so I like start eating the chocolates and like pop the champagne. And my husband's like, Oh, um, well, why don't we go? Like, let's go to dinner. Like, let's go ice skating. And I was like, okay. And so we went, I, so we went to the ice skating rink because it's, they have like this area that they turn into an ice skating rink every, every winter. Okay. Um. And so we went and he was like, oh, you know, I'm not that great of an ice skater. And I was like, then why are we doing this? This is so silly. <laughs> and he was like, no, no, no like, let's do it. Been, it'll be so much fun. And so he like, you know, we get our skates and we start and he's like wobbling everywhere. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. And so we're like, are you wobbling too? No, no, no. Cause I know, I know how to ice skate. Oh. So does he? I mean, he so grew up he. in Miami. <laughs> I know, but I, I, I grew up rollerblading. It's not that different. Okay. Um, and so he, you know, he's like wobbling around, and I'm like, he's gonna fall and hurt himself. And <laughs> then they start playing like the song, and I was like, oh, I love this song. Then they played like this other song, and I was like, huh, that's so funny. That's that's on my playlist too. And so they played like f- like four songs which were all on my like playlist because it was like this like romantic country music. And so I'm like, Oh wow. What a coincidence that they're playing this music. (laughs) Um, And then my husband and my, my then boyfriend like fell to the ground and started like, like going like this in his jacket. (gasps) And I was like, like trying to reach in. And I was like, Oh God, like he, he recently had dislocated his shoulder. I was like, he fell and hurt his shoulder. Like, there goes our weekend. We're going to have to go to the hospital now. But it ends up he was, like, looking for the ring. <laughs> yes, yes. So I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> and he then he, like, pops up and was like, I, I don't even remember. Like, you know, something romantic. And then was like, will you marry me? And I was like, what? <laughs> and he was like.
1: Wait, so he pretends to fall down? Like, he yes. actually. Oh, my gosh. So it was
0: all. So it was all like it was all planned. So, so the plan, you know, he was like, I, "I can't skate." So when he falls, like I wouldn't think anything of it. And the music was he had given them the music. Okay. Which is why it sounded familiar to me. <laughs> and like, so then I, so then I just like I was like, oh, and I like he's, he's like he's like you just took it from me and put the ring on, but you never said anything. <laughs> and I was like, oh, look at my ring! Look how beautiful that is. And he was like, so yes. And I was like, oh yes, 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 definitely yes, yes.
1: And he asked, he asked you, will you marry me? Oh, I,
0: think, I think I think,
1: so. I think- you think so? Yeah. Because like my husband almost, I think he almost forgot to ask. Like they just, you know, they get their wing and then they're like, they're the ones who are the mo- more stressed out and anxious, right?
0: Totally. Totally. Me? totally. And he was like, he was like, you know, like I was so stressed because you would have this awful week. And I thought, well, this would be like, I didn't want to like stress you. You know, it was like, he was like, so I was thinking we should reschedule it. Um, but it was like right before Thanksgiving. So he was like, you know, then he was gonna like, it was always like all this stuff. I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure he asked me.
1: Yeah, because it was gonna be good to tell your family, like during Thanksgiving. And I wanna know, um, Elena, what made it your worst week of training ever?
0: Oh gosh. There was a lot of stuff. Um we it was just it was just it was just a hard week. I was doing a hard rotation that I wasn't pretty, I wasn't very good at. And so it was just, there was a lot of like bureaucratic management stuff going on. Like, you know, I felt like I was being overly criticized and it was just, it was emotionally hard. It wasn't like nothing had happened, you know, like it wasn't one of those weeks where like we had a lot of people, of kids who had issues. It was just like my personal, it just, it wasn't good. For me, mentally, it was emotionally draining.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, what happens? It
0: happens to trainees, right? Like we don't go into
1: our rotations knowing how to do everything. Right.
0: Right. And and okay. It was yes, and it was hard. it's, it's a you know Georgetown is a great program, but it's small, so things tend to I think sort of spiral out of like proportion sometimes, but. Mm-hmm
1: okay well and then you had this amazing weekend and you
0: oh yeah i went back on monday and was like, like it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter now <laughs> i was like it's all over say what you want i don't
1: care <laughs> oh my gosh well thank you so much we are going to take a quick break and then come back next week and talk about parenting how you're balancing your motherhood with your medicine and then wifehood like how you're investing in your marriage and breastfeeding. Cause I know you are a certified breastfeeding expert. And I know there's a term for that and you will enlighten us. So thank you so much, Dr. Shea. That was a super fun, funny proposal story. I just can't believe, uh, I, sk- I mean, I can't ice skate. <laughs> <roller> oh. but-, <laughs> but that's so
0: funny. No, I can't. But no, thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you.
1: Well, that was a quick and fabulous episode with Dr. Elena Shea, but don't worry, she'll be back next week. My big take-home points from Dr. Elena Shea. Number one. Make the time. Make the time. That's it. Make the time for yourself or for you and for your spouse. So if you want to be strict with bedtime or getting up time, do it. If you want to actually spend time with your spouse and the kids are still awake, do that too. If you want to take time out during the middle of your day while your kids are in school or at daycare, create, create, create the time, be creative. Come up with at least 15 minutes a day that you can just be yourself with yourself. And I would say at least two or three hours a week that you can connect with your spouse and those can be like all at once a three hour date night or date lunch or you can like divide them up and do half an hour every night when the kids go to sleep and that is the bare minimum so if you can just do that three hours a week for your spouse 15 minutes a day for yourself i think you are you're, you're set you're set so go work on making the time for yourself number two look through the lens you never knew existed Oh, my gosh. When Dr. Shea said this, this was like so powerful. Look through the lens you never knew existed. How can you do that? You're like, how can I do that? Can not even know it exists? Well, now you know it exists, but you've never looked through it before, so just go find it. Put it on. I mean, this will help you to grow in ways they didn't teach you in medical school. You can start solving your problems as if they were somebody else's problems, like your patients or your best friend's talk to yourself like when you're when you're really stuck and you need to get out of feeling a certain way maybe you got in an argument with your spouse or you're just not happy with the way something was handled talk to yourself as if you were talking to one of your patients or your mom or your best friend how would you talk to them and would, would you want them to get all down and sad about it and stay down there for 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 hours or for days or would you say hey let's or i mean it's okay it's okay to be sad right acceptance is key and then where do you want to go from there? You get to decide. So I say, adapt the lens of your spouse first, right? Since you're living with them every day and you don't often do that, you're still always kind of just looking through your own eyes. And especially in arguments, y'all, right? Like when you're in arguments, you're only looking through your own lens. I mean, you think, you're like, yeah, no, I understand. I understand your point. But really, are you? Do you? Are you really trying to understand it from their perspective? Look through the lens you never knew existed number three. This is very simple. Full-time can be four days a week. Did you hear that? (laughs) Dr. Elena Shea works four days a week, and that is full-time. So if you aren't already doing that, figure out a way you can, because that is enough. The way physicians work, I mean, we work well over the regular 40 hour work week, 60, 80. I mean, sometimes people work insane hours. And does that even mean anything? No, it, it's its nothing special if you work more than 40 hours a week. Okay. Because we're just trading. Sometimes we think like we're going above and beyond, we're just trading our time for, for money. But how can you just be more efficient with that time? How can you actually be full-time, work four days a week, get all your work done And then spend more time loving yourself, loving your patient, I mean, loving your spouse. And then, you know, in return, you're loving your patients even more because the time you are with them at the hospital or in the clinic, you are totally ready to be there because you're so well-rested on the other three days a week that you're spending with yourself or your spouse or your children. So if you aren't already doing that, go figure out a way you can. Four days a week can be full-time. And that is it, my friends. I hope you walk away asking yourself How do I remain an individual while striving to become one with my spouse? How do I use my days off to the maximum? Say it's only one day right now. Okay. Use it to the maximum. What lens can I try on today and do it? Okay. Once again, Medicine, Marriage Money group coaching program is closed for enrollment. It's been closed for a couple of weeks, but if you want to join the party, go to my, my link, my guest my guest list link in the show notes until then, I still do have a few one-on-one coaching spots open for you. So if you hate getting into fights with your spouse, if you hate that cyclical, oh, just anger and agitation and frustration and feeling stuck and not knowing how to get out of it. This is your invitation to spend more of your precious moments at home in love instead of angry, upset, or annoyed. So RSVP right now, there is the link. So you can go sign up and join the party. Who would you be if you felt less misunderstood by your spouse and more appreciated in your marriage? No time is better than now and no investment is as valuable as the investment you make in yourself. And if you heard little baby Isla cooing, she is my little sidekick today. So Thank you guys, love you, fly off, spread joy and love into the world. So much love to you and your spouse. Oh, and one more thing, don't forget to join the party on Facebook, Medicine, Marriage & Money. Join if you are a physician, wanting to work on all relationships in your life, including your marriage, and 39.6 Community for anyone. You can be a physician or not, but if you want to learn how, what kind of apartment building to invest in, what kind of deal to look for, what kind of car to drive, what kind of house to buy, how to save up for your kid's college or private school fund. How, what kind of diamond ring to buy? Anything. Okay. My husband loves to talk about finance. He totally geeks out on numbers. So go join 39.6 community. Okay. Much love to you and your spouse. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional, medical or financial advice. The opinions provided on this podcast are those of myself or the invited guest alone. They do not represent the opinions of any particular institution always seek the advice of your physician or financial advisor with any questions you may have of a medical condition or financial plan. This is for your entertainment only.